Welcome back to the Thermodat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Miller, and today I have a solo podcast for you guys. So um, I know that every once in a while I get questions about um, kind of what I'm doing uh, as far as Thermolife goes and some things that I'm experimenting with and some things that I'm thinking about. Um, so I thought I would do a little podcast for you guys today so um, I can kind of give y'all an update and uh, let y'all know um, some things that I've been thinking about, some things that I've been doing and stuff like that. So um, I guess the first thing would be uh, I started jujitsu uh, again. So I've been training jujitsu pretty hard for the past few weeks, um, probably around five days a week with three to four lifting sessions a week. Um, so I went from no cardio whatsoever to five days of jujitsu uh, that it also includes like takedowns and stuff like that. And then I have three to four days of weightlifting that I just do um, in my apartment. I got some dumbbells and some resistance bands. And if you're watching the video, you can kind of see my pull-up bar up there in the top corner. Um, but needless to say, because of that, I am in a constant fight against inflammation and proper recovery to make sure that the metabolism is not becoming efficient. And for those of you um, who might be listening for the first time, you want to have a wasteful metabolism. So that means that your body or your metabolic rate is so high, you're producing so much energy that your body can be wasteful with the energy that it is using to the point to where you can give it off as excess heat. Um, which is why whenever you are correcting the metabolism, one of the last things that will probably happen for a lot of people is that their temperature will go up. Um, so that's also why it's one of the best markers to be tracking if you're trying to increase your metabolic rate, because um, basically that's how you know that your energy production is going up. Um, increased CO2 production, increased ATP production, um, and water through the mitochondrial respiration process. So um, what are some of the things that I'm doing in order to fight inflammation and recover properly uh, from this? Um, so the first thing that I'm doing, obviously, is making sure that I'm eating enough. So uh, for me, I tend to be very focused on work, and then I tend to keep myself very busy outside of that because I don't like to be stale. Um, so be, I have to remind myself to eat on a frequent basis, and I have to make sure that I eat enough. I have a problem of not eating enough um, in a lot of cases if I don't stay on top of it. So some of the things that uh, I'm probably eating around 3,000 calories at minimum on a daily basis. Um, I'm about 195 pounds, um, so that's just barely um, above or at maintenance for me. So that is also a minimum number. So sometimes I'll get 3,200, 3,300, um, somewhere in that range. Um, I just like to make sure that I'm getting enough, and that's probably around anywhere from 180 to 200 grams of protein. It, fluctuates depending on the day, depending on what I'm eating. Um, lots of carbohydrates, of course. Uh, and then, um, you know, I don't really take note of my fat intake right now. Um, 
it's not, I'm not trying to experiment with different uh, low fat intakes or higher fat intakes. I'm just kind of letting it fall in um, as I eat throughout the day. So what does my daily diet look right, look like right now? Well, thank you for asking. Um, so I will get up in the mornings and one thing that I have not been doing is using an alarm in the morning. I will talk more about that in a minute whenever I talk about my sleep. Um, but I will wake up and I will usually come to the kitchen after, you know, I've gone to the bathroom and stuff and I will drink a glass of orange juice. And then um, I'll have a few pieces of sourdough toast with a few eggs. Um, and then I'll put just a little bit of butter in the pan to make sure that the eggs don't stick. Um, and I will make some coffee. That's usually my first meal of the day. And then I will wait till that's probably around, uh, 6:30, And then after that, uh, probably around nine o'clock, I'll have a carrot salad. So I'll just, you know, shred up a carrot, put some salt on it, a little bit of coconut oil, done deal. Um, super easy, not, um, not nasty or anything like that. So it is kind of enjoyable. Um, you'll notice that after you've been doing it for a while, I was having a conversation with Derek, uh, he was sick. If y'all know him inside of the Facebook group. Um, and he said that over time he's began to crave the carrot salad. And I think that that is a very good sign that it's doing its job. Um, so I'll have the carrot salad. And then after the carrot salad, um, probably around noon, I'll have my thermal bowl. And so what that looks like right now is half a cup of uncooked white rice. Uh, basmati is the best. And then I will add a little bit of uh, chicken, organic chicken bone broth to it. So I got a six pack at Costco of organic uh, chicken bone broth. Uh, it's actually pretty tasty. It's not that bad. I will go through periods of drinking an entire carton of that on a daily basis to just adding some of it to my thermal bowl. And then I will have about eight ounces of ground venison. Uh, my mom actually brought me up about 50 pounds of venison from Texas. Um, so mom, if you're listening to this, thank you again. Um, so I have about eight ounces of that on a daily basis. And then I will add a scoop of zoo broth, uh, our bone broth powdered protein into that. And then some salt and some pepper, and I'll just mix that up in a bowl and eat that. And then after that, I would usually drink the rest of the jug of orange juice that I cracked open that morning. So um, that probably equates to about 52 ounces of orange juice. I think that's about the size of the jug that I drink. Um, and so I'll drink that throughout the afternoon just to kind of keep blood sugar elevated. And then um, at that's pretty much it up until the evening. And then, uh, later in the evening, probably around seven to eight, depending on what time I get done with, uh, training or whatever I'm doing at that time, I will, uh, have a smoothie and that smoothie consists of either a, one cup of blueberries or a, a cup of dark cherries. And then I will add a cup of pineapple to that. And then I will add an entire tub of low fat cottage cheese and hold up. I will also add about 10 to 15 ounces of uh, non-fat milk to that. 
And you cannot taste the cottage cheese in the smoothie. So many people look at me weird whenever I tell them that I put cottage cheese in my smoothie. It makes it extremely creamy. Um, it also has a bunch of casein protein that, and it is slow digesting. So it's going to uh, slowly be assimilated uh, throughout, you know, the first few four hours of the night, probably. Um, so that's good. So it's going to be a little bit longer lasting. It's going to keep your blood sugar elevated for a little bit longer um, and stuff like that. And then every once in a while, I'll, I'll add maybe a little bit of cinnamon, maybe a little bit of honey or maple syrup to it. Um, but typically it's just the fruit, the cottage cheese and the milk. And that's about it. That's what my diet looks like right now. Um, I, I try to be as consistent as possible um, with it. Uh, that's pretty much, I, I'm someone who can eat the same thing pretty much every single day. And then on the weekends, um, I might make some thermal pancakes or something for breakfast instead of the sourdough toast. Um, and then usually I'll keep everything else close to the same, um, depending on what I'm doing. Now, as far as supplementation goes, there are a few things that I have been doing differently. Um, I've actually been increasing my salt intake, uh, significantly. So, um, uh, because I have been training jujitsu five days a week, I have been sweating a lot. So I have been, uh, having a lot of minerals being removed from the system. So I've been supplementing with a little bit extra magnesium. So I like magnesium gluconate. Um, I think next time that I order something from Amazon, I'm going to get some magnesium bicarbonate. Um, but I really enjoy the uh, magnesium supplementation. And then I've also been using salt tablets. This is something that has actually made a significant difference. I didn't realize how much of a difference that a higher salt intake was. I thought before that my salt intake was, you know, relatively high, but it wasn't nearly as high as it should have been. And so I've been taking anywhere from three to four grams of salt tablets a day, um, which is about three or four tablets because they're one gram tablets, but um, I actually have them right here. So for those of you, uh, if y'all are watching the video, y'all can see um, they're Graxel Pharmaceutical LLC, sodium chloride tablets, USP, just normal salt tablets. They're one gram a piece. Um, I think this was like 15 bucks for 300 tablets. You know, this will last you about three months if you're taking three to four tablets a day. Um, so that's been great. I've also, so I'll take uh, two in the morning and then I will take two uh, before I go to sleep at night. And it's actually been helping my sleep. Um, also, if you tend to notice that you uh, are in a high adrenal, like adrenaline state, or you tend to be in a resting sympathetic state, um, Increasing your salt intake will make a significant difference. It definitely did for me. Um, I also noticed that the muscle pumps are phenomenal with increased uh, sodium chloride. And then um, my cognition is a little bit better. Um, and I, I just, I feel a little bit better. So I would definitely recommend the salt tablets. Um, if you think that you're getting adequate salt, try adding in a little bit more and just experiment with it. Cause I thought I was getting in enough salt and I wasn't. Um, and now since getting in a lot more, um, because I wanted to make sure that I was keeping my electrolytes high from sweating so much from jujitsu and increased activity and stuff like that. Um, 
it's made a significant difference. So I'd highly recommend the salt tablets, um, the increased magnesium intake. And then um, I've been using a little bit of cream of tartar to get a little bit extra potassium in. Um, and then I get a lot of calcium from the cottage cheese and milk uh, that, I, that I eat slash drink uh, throughout the day. So I don't really worry about uh, supplementing with any kind of calcium. Um, but yeah, the salt, the magnesium, and the potassium, I make sure to try and keep as high as possible. Um, I also do Epsom salt baths. For those of you who haven't experimented with that, I highly recommend it. Um, it's very relaxing. It does help my sleep whenever I do it. Um, and it's going to help with magnesium repletion. So I would definitely recommend uh, trying out some Epsom salt baths as well. And Epsom salt is super cheap. Um, it's not that hard to find or uh, that expensive to get. So I highly recommend that along with the sodium chloride tablets and increasing the magnesium intake. Um, magnesium bicarbonate is definitely the best, but a good magnesium gluconate supplement um, will do the trick. Then um, another thing that I have been doing to increase my recovery is a um, massage gun. So um, I know a lot of you are going to be like, Jayton, the massage guns are $200. Nobody's going to buy a massage gun. Nobody can afford to spare $200 on a massage gun. Well, I found this bad boy for 35 bucks on Amazon, and it is just as good as the $200 guns. So um, take a look around on Amazon for massage guns. Just look at the reviews. Um, I usually filter things by the um, quality of the reviews. So you just filter it by four stars and then look at the reviews on the different ones and get you one of these bad boys. This is the cooler things, um, massage gun. And this has been awesome. You know, I kind of banged up my shoulder a little bit whenever I was doing takedown practice for jujitsu, um, use that about three days in a row and it's almost as good as new. Uh, on top of that, I've also been doing red light every time that I remember to do it. Um, with all transparency, I don't always remember to get in the red light, but um, I try to be consistent with it as possible. So anywhere from 20 to 35 minutes approximately um, on a daily basis, I like to sit in front of the red light, especially exposing the areas that are uh, more banged up than others. So the shoulder for instance, or one of my knees is a little bit banged up, just a little bit bruised. Um, so I'll, I like to kind of make sure that those areas are being exposed to the um, red and infrared light that is emitting off of the red light. I use, uh, uh, I think it's Red Light Co. Um, or redlighttherapy.co is the light that I have. Um, and it's phenomenal. I love it. Um, then outside of that, uh, I usually sleep from about 10 to 6.30. I like to be in bed around 9.50 um, and usually like to fall asleep around 10.15, 10.20. Um, it does typically take me at least 20 minutes to fall asleep. Um, but yeah, and then I don't use an alarm whenever I wake up. And I've actually noticed that I consistently wake up anywhere from 5.50 to 6.30 in the morning. And I've noticed that whenever I don't use an alarm to wake up and um, I've consistently woken up probably about the past month without an alarm around that time. 
And I noticed that I'm not nearly as tired when I wake up whenever I don't wake up on a, with an alarm because I'm not waking up in a deeper stage of sleep. So whenever um, it fluctuates like that at the time that I wake up, it's because um, I'm coming out of that uh, dip in sleep cycle um, at a different time. So depending on the time that you fall asleep, um, you'll wake up within a certain range. Uh, you do have to have a certain amount of self-awareness whenever you do this, because a lot of people just aren't, um, they don't have enough self-awareness and I guess discipline to wake up whenever they actually wake up um, and, you know, check the time and stuff like that. So um, I would just make sure that before you do that, you do have the self-awareness and the discipline to actually uh, wake up uh, that early in the morning if you need to. Uh, yeah, so that stays pretty consistent. I try to make sure to get at least eight hours. Um, the salt does help with my sleep. Um, making sure that the room is as dark as possible definitely does help. Um, yeah, outside of that, let me see. I don't think there's anything else that's too crazy. I have been doing a little bit of myofascial release. Um, so if you don't want to get a foam roller, I actually went to like a hardware store and got a three foot piece of like six inch in diameter PVC pipe and then wrapped that in athletic tape. It was like six bucks. Um, and I actually, I think that's a lot better than the actual foam roller cause it's harder. Um, and so I'll use that to kind of work in some areas. And then I also have a lacrosse ball and like a little peanut somewhere that I use to uh, work out certain areas. And then the massage gun is really good for the myofascial release and massaging as well. Um, hmm. Let me see what else. Um, as far as hydration tips go, I really think that the electrolytes are gonna play the biggest role. Um, I don't necessarily, I mean, obviously you need to get adequate liquid levels in, not necessarily water. Um, but I mean, I drink 52 ounces of orange juice a day. I have coffee. Um, I have milk. There's, uh, water in the fruits that I'm eating and stuff like that. So, um, as far as liquid intake, I don't necessarily think that you have to focus on the amount of water that you're getting in, um, simply just liquid, especially fruit juice, because fruit juice is in a certain, the molecular structure of the fruit juice is going to, um, allow the cells to kind of be a more receptive to the intake of that liquid versus um, unstructured water that's you know not really that good, especially if it's tap water. Uh, please don't be drinking tap water. Please filter your water, especially with a fluoride and chlorine filter. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, what else do I do? Um, I do focus, so um, after the training session, I like, I'm usually um, still kind of hyped up. I'm ready to go and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking through um, everything that I, you know, if I got tapped during that session, like how did I get tapped? Why did I get tapped? How can I prevent that from happening again? Um, you know, what are all the different defenses that I could be using um, to avoid that tap and avoid getting in that situation and things like that? And so I noticed that uh, my, I tend to still be in kind of like that very hyped up state. So I try to focus on um, almost, I wouldn't necessarily say meditating, but just trying to um, make sure that my breath 
is um, adequate. So breathing deeply um, down deep into the uh, belly and just kind of bringing myself back down um, into a restful, uh, restorative state as far as my mental state and my physical state. Um, I usually like to read for a little bit afterwards. I notice that that really does help me um, kind of calm down. It's also really good just to kind of push the energy that I have in my mind into something or like try and um, focus that energy on something. Uh, that's been extremely useful. Or, um, you know, after I've kind of meditated and calmed myself down, I will watch some YouTube videos over different kinds of positions and jujitsu and stuff like that. So I can get as good as I can, as fast as I can. Um, but let's see, what other tips and things have I been utilizing? Hmm. Every once in a while, I will use, uh, actually, uh, this is, I, I've been sitting out in the sun for about 10 to 30 minutes uh, on a daily basis whenever the weather uh, is nice here in Colorado. Um, so in combination with the sunlight and the red light, I've been utilizing methylene blue. Um, I usually get anywhere from 800 micrograms to 1200 micrograms uh, in on a daily basis. And this is actually going to help improve the energy production and utilization uh, within the cell. Um, it's an electron donor within the electron transport chain inside of the mitochondria that um, basically just allows you to get more from the light that you're being exposed to. Um, so I would highly recommend that. I think the one that I'm using is from Health Natura. Uh, I think that's healthnatura.com. Um, I've also been utilizing a little bit of aspirin um, on occasion. I don't use it consistently. I don't like to use aspirin consistently per personally. Um, but I do notice that uh, whenever I do use it, it tends to help with inflammation, um, kind of helps with relaxation and stuff like that. I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, I, I do uh, some things that I would like to experiment with that I think will further help my recovery uh, is colostrum. I do think that that would be very beneficial just to help keep the joints healthy, uh, help fight inflammation a little bit and help have a um, more favorable response from the exercise that I'm partaking in, specifically from like a growth perspective. Um, I've also thought about possibly, oh, I do use vitamin E as well. I do think that that has been beneficial to a certain degree. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I don't think that there's too many things. I might supplement with a little bit of L-theanine in the future um, just to kind of help relax and calm myself down post-workout. Um, yeah, but other than that, I mean, I haven't been doing anything too crazy. Um, or there's nothing else that I would like to experiment with that's kind of um, really out of the blue, I guess. But um, yeah, uh, I guess I'll wrap this up since I'm not really providing any information at this point. I'm just kind of rambling. So um, if you listened up to this point, I really appreciate you. Um, this podcast is one of my favorite things to do. So I really appreciate all of the listeners. Um, if y'all are ever in the Denver area, please feel free to hit me up on Facebook messenger or Instagram or whatever, and let's go get a drink. I'd love to be able to talk to y'all and 
uh, be able to get to know y'all. I mean, we can go for a walk in the park, you know, whatever y'all want to do, um, go on a hike. I'd love to, um, get to know y'all and hang out and, um, you know, get some ideas flowing and stuff like that. So I appreciate y'all and I will talk to y'all next time. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and leave a comment down below if you want us to cover a different topic.